Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Rolls Campaign 1. This is episode 5, Arriving to Keister. Uh, today we'll be getting into the forest town of Keister, where our group will be uh, conducting their first ever mission together. The reason they've been traveling all of these episodes. Uh, we're just before the Black Run Forest, uh, right, pretty much right on the um, some outlets from Lake Durich. Uh, they're probably about a night's travel, if not two nights travel, away from uh, Keister, and uh, we'll be getting into that. Um, there aren't a lot of, I don't think there's any announcements today other than just go uh, download the podcast on pretty much every podcasting format you want to, and the, uh, the YouTube VOD will be out tomorrow, Monday, at uh, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, along with that's when the uh, podcast will be posted. So. Let's uh get into um let's get into this shit. Hi everyone. Hello. Okay. Hello. Um I just realized I'm not streaming my music. You are not. <laughs> so which is going to screw up the layout, but that's fine. We'll fix Miss that up. real fast. That's okay. Where's the app? Uh, it only fucked up. Well, it actually fucked up a lot of you. Fuck. Oh. It's fine. Quick little drag sesh here, and we're all good. There we go. Okay. That's, that's Bingo's name tag, but he's not here yet, so. Hello. Hi. How are you doing, buddy? I had to take Allie out. Oh, okay. Little alley girl. And she was being inquisitive. <laughs> All right. Well, um, music is up, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Um, All right, guys. Well, welcome back. Uh, last we left off, uh, we uh, were you know, traveling along and we stopped right before um, the river here. Um, where we left off was the night of you guys just finishing battling the wyvern that magic store steered the cart into um and uh we uh and guys handled the the wyvern pretty well i'd say um only two of you almost died so that's pretty good for a party of level threes and um now we've left off. Where where we find ourselves is uh, camp being made. Uh, first watch is about to come up, but if anybody wants to do anything um, pre going to sleep, then uh, that is where we will start. I would like to bother Thaddeus very quickly. Uh, did we decide watch? Sorry. Not yet. Okay. We'll do that in a minute. Thaddeus. Yes, sir. Are you going to hit me again? No. Could I borrow your bag? Are you going to hit my bag? I'm, I'm going to hit it with something, but you'll like the outcome. I... Should I trust him, others? You can make, yes. you, you, you can make an no. insight check if you want to. I'm going to, like, point to my bag and be like, you did this for me. It, it literally can hold anything. Oh. Oh, you're making up for almost killing me. Yes, yes, here's my bag. 
Do I need to have stuff in it, or should I remove it? Empty, preferably, if you want to keep it. I'm going to remove all the items from my bag and then hand him my buckskin bag. And I'm going to just wing out my smithing hammer and strike it to make it a bag of holding. Very good. And, and then I'll hand it back. <laughs> Is this what you did to me? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> I'm kind of blacked out and don't remember. It'll be okay. It's better you don't remember. Oh, and little one above us, I do owe you an apology. He's just gonna, like, stare. <laughs> because she's she's probably, like, brain dead at this point. He's no, just gonna, no, like, no, no, stare. No, no. The other little <laughs> one. Not the flying little one, the other little one that's above us, who I poked. Oh, Froggy's still alive. <laughs> no. Talking Echo. about Aiko. <laughs> oh, I don't even Echo. know at this point. <laughs> Aiko, I apologize for... Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Mm. Very well, I deserve it. That was rude. It may have been rude, but he poked me and almost made me bleed to death. You bled two drops. I'm little. I don't have much. Now, now. Let's Three drops? Figure out who's doing watch for the Zane night. avenged you. It's okay. <laughs> I did. Fair enough. Alright, so uh, for first watch, who would like to take first watch? Dibs. Who? I can take first watch. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can. I'll take second. I'll take third. Ooh. Okay, so who? Sorry, I, I caught. I caught. Uh, Alka taking first watch. Who else? Sorry. Beep. Beep. Okay. So I'll take second. Okay. No wedding. Or not no wedding. Um, Thaddeus. <laughs> Wrong character. Thaddeus. I know. I'm on my my mind. Um. Thaddeus will take the third watch. Okay. And uh well, yeah, it's fine. Uh Vatan is can take a can take a morning off from gathering. Um No, he's going to gather Zachary. Well and I'm going to help him okay. cook <laughs> breakfast. I'm gonna say well he can get up, he can get up a little late and gather them because he's not taking third watch. Um Okay, so uh I would like Elka and Beep to make a, um, we're going to say perception check. With, uh, not with this advantage yet, but we'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge when we get there. 22. 22. Okay. And Elka. Oh, wait, I need to, I'm sorry. I'm so unprepared. I need to pull up my character sheet. You're fine. I need to shut my door anyway, so... Oh, perfect. Uh... Nine. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Well, it doesn't take much. Um, Beep, you with your feline ears, um, we are getting close to the Blackrun Forest, and there are some creepy crawlies and not-so-great things in the forest. Um, and as you're... As everyone's slowly laying down to sleep... You hear what sounds like footsteps 
running along the river. Um, and they, for Elka, um, they, you, you hear them with the nine. They're very faint for you. Um, you're not really paying attention at, the, at this point in time because the night's just starting to come. However, with Beep, you, with your 22, you know very, very well that these are not bipedal animals. These are animals running on four legs. And they don't seem to be approaching you. They seem to be running away from you down the river, across the river. How far is the river? You guys are pretty much like you're, I'd say you're about 50 feet away from the bridge that it takes to cross the river. Um, you're in a clearing that's just pretty much right close to it. Uh, the river itself, the other side of the bank is probably about 120 feet. Can I like, because I have dark vision, can I like kind of see what they are at all? What is like your eyes? What what is your uh, what is dark vision's range? If it's sixty, the answer is no. Uh, well, it's sixty. Um, I can see in dim light as if it were bright light, and darkness is if it was dim light. Um, I'm going to say, make another perception check, but with disadvantage, because okay. it is far away. And your dark vision can only see so much. With the 10, you faintly see a single silhouette, um, probably no higher than two feet off the ground, uh, running, but you see multiple shadows moving along the flickering lights of the camp, moving along the river. All right. We're going to grab some ambiance because we got access to that. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm... Anything I'm you want to like, do? I'm going to write down okay. on like a little pad that says, and I'll write down coyotes or wolves across river. Okay. Because I, I can't exactly tell, but I... I'm taking the guess that they are coyotes or wolves. Okay. So that's, yeah. And, I, and I'll show that to Elka. Okay. Um, I'll read it and I'm going to ask like, like how, how far away do you think they are? Should we, should we wake everyone up? And I'll shake my head and I'll go beep. In a very, very uh, negative tone. Okay. Well, just I can't, keep an ear out, I guess. Beep. Um, okay, so first watch, nothing really happens other than hearing the footsteps. Um, but other than that, you don't really hear much, you don't see much. Um, Can I also relay that information to the people on second watch? As you're going to bed, as you're going to bed, yeah, you, that, that's yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, uh, who's so Ori's taking second watch? Who, who's joining him? I guess Aiko can. Okay. So Aiko and Ori, as you guys are, Aiko, as your, uh, since there isn't uh, any tree specifically where you're at right now, um, you'd probably what sleep sleep on top of the the wagon. Yeah. Okay. 
as you hop down off the wagon, you see uh, you see Beep heading towards the tent and Elka heading towards the tent. And uh, I guess Beep would have um, flagged you down and like showed you what he wrote down. But that's up to Austin. But that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, you you two are aware that there are wolves or something. You know, wolves, coyotes, bipedal or not bipedal, but uh, you know, tetrapedal. Tet is that te is that what is that the actual term for it? Tetrapedal. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tetrapedal. Tetrapedal creatures running around. Um, okay. So, um, I guess, Ori, Aiko, I need you to make a perception check, and then if you guys want anything, want to do anything during your watch, just let me know. You said perception? Yes. <laughs> and at this point, um, if you're... Four. So, with the four, gotcha. And Ori? I rolled a 14, my perception, uh, 15. 15 total. 15 total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. What? Is Alara on Ori's head? Is that what you're about to ask? I think she's just talking to Maisie. Uh, oh, Maisie. I thought she said wait. Okay. Wait. Gotcha, 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 doggo. Um, okay, with the four, Aiko, you're just kind of, I mean... You can kind of choose what you're doing um, to be distracting you this much. At maybe re-knocking your bow, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm going to walk along the river to try to find stones so I can make more arrows. You're walking along the river. Okay. Um, Bingo's here. Bingo was a There we go. Sorry, but, I'm late. I completely lost track of time. Fine. But I, I'm still going to stay in range where, like, I'm not going to get too far from them. I'm just going to Like, you'll, stay where, where you can see the campfire, that's fine. Yeah. Or he waves you off. Okay. Go stay at camp. Okay. Um, and then, Ori, you see him walking away. Uh, I'm fixing my uh, overlay real fast. These are a pain in the ass. My bad. <laughs> That's fine. Um, or you watch Echo wander off, and Echo will get to you in a second to see how many stones you find and whatnot. Um, eh, fine, whatever. I just. Uh, but Ori, you do hear knowing, hearing the the information being relayed. Um, you do hear uh with a 15 you do hear those same footsteps um they're very clearly um very easily to, easy to hear and it sounds like they're getting a little closer maybe running back towards the bridge near camp um and i'd say Aiko, you're pretty unaware um you're just you're wandering along uh looking for stones um however uh Aiko, while you're looking for stones, I need you to make an investigation check with... Mm, I wouldn't say with disadvantage. It's the moonlight you can see down onto the river a little bit. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, you're able to find a few... I, I'd say two or three. I'd say three. Uh, pretty good, uh, like, flint um, pieces of rock that you can chisel into arrows. Um, but as you're... Go ahead and make another perception check for me. 
with disadvantage. Natural one. <laughs> oh no. You rolled another four too. You may roll the two and a one. That's a that's a, that's rough, my guy. Um what you don't see is a stalking you at the forest edge, which is about a hundred feet away from the or hundred and fifty feet away from the water's edge on the other side you what you don't see is, is is a group of uh creatures they're tetrapedal in nature slowly making their way through the woods just out of your line of view they very clearly see you um but you're you've got your rocks and you really i mean it's up to you what you want to do you're very unaware um Ori, um, I need you to roll a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Again. Oh. This is to see if you hear them. Getting closer. Or see them. I'd say see them more than hear. Because you heard them. Uh, 17. 17. You... I'm going to say... Uh, well... Paint the picture for me. Would would Ori be minding his own business, or would Ori be looking towards Aiko, towards the river, just to like glance, see if he's uh, coming back? He, yeah, he'd probably be scanning the area along with where Aiko was, and he probably saw uh, the creatures. Okay, he was so, scanning the area. So it is a far, uh, it, it is a far distance from where they are and where you are. Every bit of three hundred to four hundred feet. Um, but what you do see very faintly as the moon shines down are faint glowing eyes about nine sets of them all throughout the all throughout the forest and they seem very distant from each other you all you see is the eye shine and the the eyes with the 17 you can see that they're probably about a foot apart from each other each set of eyes they're like the, the the distance between the two eyes is about a foot mm -hmm. um however at this point echo uh are you what do you are you are you gonna stay by the river or are you gonna be walking back to camp walking back to camp okay as you're walking back to camp uh or you do see echo coming back within the safety within the light of the fire um and it's up to you whether or not you want to reveal how close creatures were to Echo. Uh, how close were they again? They were about a, from where he was. He was walking right along the river. He was at, he was probably, a hundred and eighty feet from them. Okay, are they following him down? Uh, make another perception check. Because this is now time has passed a little bit without with without uh, disadvantage, I'd say. Oh, okay. Because you're uh, you're you're more aware of them at this point, so you're looking a little bit I, harder. I rolled two dice, but uh, thirteen. Thirteen. One. To your knowledge, you still see a few pairs of eye shine, but they're still kind of at the same distance that they were at. But more to your knowledge have disappeared from where you had once seen them. So maybe they moved on. Maybe they haven't. Um, All right. He's going to 
you know, nudge a uh, Aiko a little. Boy. What's that? Creatures. Creatures, uh, how many? How many did he see? He saw nine separate pairs of eyes. Nine, okay. Quite nine. large. Large. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's to the point. Just point uh, where he's on. Yeah, yeah he's how, pointing. How far out are they? Because I haven't seen any. About 100, 120 feet. Now, from you guys, it'd probably be closer to 400, but... Oh, okay. No, either way, that's what you said. We'll just say uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would know that. Do you think we should let uh, anybody else know? Like, wake them up? I'll keep an eye out for now. They don't Alrighty. seem to be going anywhere. Alrighty. I trust you. Thank uh, you. Okay. So, your watch comes Character to an... Yes. Uh... <laughs> So your watch comes to an end without any incidents. Uh, however, knowing that those creatures that Beep heard and potentially maybe got a glance of uh, are, I wouldn't, maybe, I don't know if stalking is the right word, but being quite curious about this campfire that is just, you know, maybe, maybe 80 feet or 50 feet uh, on the other side of the bridge of the river. So they, they know... You get the sense that they definitely know where you are. So, uh... Alright, with that... Um, that handles second watch. Third watch, um... Who said they are gonna take third watch? Uh, Thaddeus. Okay. I'll be heading up with Vaten to help him cook at some point, so... Okay, so I'm gonna say Zane, um... Zane, Vaten, and, uh... Thaddeus, I'll get up for a third watch. Um, you guys have a have hit a long rest, so go ahead and mark that. Um, for now, just go ahead and mark it. You guys have you know, gone slipped through the night. Um, third watch, I need... Uh, first off, Vaten, you can go off and start foraging. It's uh, about 3.30, 4 in the morning. Um, so cool. you, you can do that. Uh, I need Zane and Thaddeus to both make perception checks. And I need, um, first I need Vaten to make a perception check as well. And Yuri made your survival. 20, baby. Wow, you guys rolled really well. Okay, we're going to start before we get to the perception. Vaten, you wander off and you're right next to a river. With that 23 hmm. survival, you're easily able to scoop up some river fish. Um... Mm -hmm. easily uh and they're perch about or they're they're perch like they're you're you have a river running off of one of the largest lakes in the region um these things are probably about 12 to 14 inches long they're relatively large and you're able to just with your with your lizard like reflexes you're able to pounce on them grab them out of the water before they could even have a chance at swimming away solid so, uh, go ahead and mark, you had, uh, let's, well, um, yeah, actually, Vaten, roll a d8 for me. And if you roll a, if you roll a one, roll again. I'll take a six. Six? Okay. Six good-sized perch, um, or perch-like fish, uh, in your inventory. Um, okay, now to the perceptions. 
Um, with 20, the 15, and the 17, Vaten, you're by the river, you're in the river, and you're very aware of your surroundings. You're a hunter, you're, you're a survivalist, you know what, you know, you know how to survive. Uh, you mm -hmm. immediately, if, if lizard folk could get goosebumps, you immediately get the spine tingling feeling that you are absolutely being watched right now. Um, and in fact, as you look across, you, you get the sense, you know, where it's coming from. You look across and you do see silhouetted about four feet at its back, um, a canine like creature staring at you, not hunting you, not stalking you, but looking at you from across the river and it has just barely poked its nose out of the woods that you can see across the river. Um, okay. um I'm going to go ahead and just basically just stare back um, once I've finished catching fish. Okay. Roll. Are you, are you trying to intimidate or are you just trying to let it know you acknowledge that it's there? Um, more the second. More just kind of acknowledge. Like, You're a creature. I, I, I know where you are. Kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, well, then no need to roll intimidation or anything. You just, you, you acknowledge its presence. And as you acknowledge its presence, it gets a little bit more bold. Um, and this is where the perception of Thaddeus and Zane come in. Zane, Thaddeus, you hear, and I guess Vaten would also hear this. You hear about, I'd say, a solid mile down the river, um, going farther into the forest, uh, a what sounds like i wish i had the end i'll be answer that but i don't oh i do you hear wolves howling or what sounds like wolves howling off in the distance and vaten the one canine wolf-like creature that's staring at you immediately throws its head up in the air and howls back to them Acknowledging that you're there, acknowledging that you know it's there, and then it immediately looks at you, and then turns around and runs towards where all the commotion is. Um, I'm gonna kind of keeping an eye out, um, make my way back to uh, to the camp. Okay, and you do so with ease. Um, and the morning comes to. Uh, breakfast is being made, and the third watch goes other than the encounter with whatever that wolf-like creature is, uh, goes off without any issues. During my watch before we prep, I'm going to make a pair of sending stones. Uh, during my... When I heard okay. the sounds of the wolves, <clears throat> using my knowledge of history and travel, did I recognize anything? In particular, I wouldn't say. I, I mean, I saw a natural uh, twenty. I yes, I, but uh, with history, no, there's not many from where you're at, from where you where you're from. There's not very well kept documents about animal life from where you're at. Um, there's not wildlife. It's not you do know of wildlife, and I would say. Um, even with a nat 20, uh, 
you would you would acknowledge that there aren't very well kept documents in your friend your hometown about wildlife that being said if you roll a if you roll a because you rolled a nat 20 i'm gonna be a nice dm here roll a nature check but at advantage and i'm gonna see if you know anything about these creatures a nature check yep nope. 11 you now you know that in the Black Run Forest and in the forest surrounding, in the mountains surrounding, there are multiple species of canines that wander that wander the forest. You also know that, and I'm going to say with a history, however, with a nat 20, you do know that there is a legend of lycanthropy throughout the valley, throughout the Black Run Forest, Throughout the Haverlow Mountains, you do know that there is a, um, it's more of a wives' tale of parents telling their kids, don't go out at night or the lichens will get you. And you do know about that. Um, however, you do get the sense with the 15 perception that these are probably just some form of normal canines. Nothing, nothing too beastie, nothing too dangerous. Um, but... That's uh, that's all you really, really can get from that, uh, from that progression of roles. Um, as the morning comes to, uh, Vaten, I assume you're cooking up the fish, um, into something. Um, is it? Because for some reason I can't keep um, <clears throat> Zane and Thaddeus straight in my head. Um, Me, I am helping you. Okay, Zane. Um, gotcha. So I will actually defer to Zane on this one and uh, more sous chef him because um, I'm going to be more keeping an eye out um, for the wolves or whatever. Okay. I think we could probably do like a good little uh, just fish bake. Throw in some side vegetables with it or whatnot or some bread. Boring. And then he might, he might punch me. Let you handle the vegetarian option for Elka. Alright. So, morning comes to Everyone gets to their feet. Um, you hear the river flowing. And as you guys are eating breakfast, you hear the, the stomping of horses. Two sets of horses rushing away from Keister towards you across the bridge. Um, you guys want to... You can interact. You try to flag them down if you want, but at this point, they are just full sprinting. They, they acknowledge you're there, uh, but they're going to... I'll try going. to flag them down. What do they look like? Uh, uh, make, a, make a perception check, and for Zane, make a flagging down. I'm going to say... Your choice. You can either do just a straight charisma, or you could do uh, a performance check. Actually, I'm going to say performance check. Let's let's do that. Well, that ain't going to work. I rolled a uh, nat twenty. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you're looking at them, they look um, human in nature. Um, they have hoods on. They're uh, they have bread. They have a one of them has a silver breastplate uh like almost looks like a knight 
Uh, and then the other one doesn't have one on, but uh, they're holding a what looks to be a um, like a lance, like a like a jousting lance. And mm-hmm. they're as you look closer at their horses, their horses are very brilliantly dressed um, in like bardings and like in they're they whatever they're wearing seems to be a uniform of sorts. And their their cloaks and their uniforms seem to be matching to the horses. But from when you can gather, they're probably knights of the kingdom. Uh, can we see their face? Can I see their faces? Um, they are well. Uh, lower high Nate. I'll take high. I'm feeling okay. I rolled an eleven. So, you see, as you look closer, you do get, you, you've seen knights before of the kingdom. And you also, uh, you've had run-ins with a few of them, uh, them knowing, them seeing you and thinking you're an actual, just a feral monster, right? Um, yeah, the bias is... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not... profiling is crazy. You also, I mean, you also, everyone, everyone who's not of, you know that ever, anyone who's not of human or elven descent in Sylvania, uh, just the con- uh, country and continent of Sylvania, tend to be treated not the best. Um, that being said, uh, you look at them and you can tell that one of them is actually, as you look closer, and uh, they slow down because they do see Zane, like jumping up in the air it almost looks like he's doing jumping jacks like like exercises in the morning right you're, um, you're embarrassing us <laughs> i'm doing what i can i can't help it um <laughs> they they do slow down slightly because they're like it's he in trouble and then they're like oh he's just doing some morning exercises it's fine Damn it. um but as they slow down you look closer and one of them's very clearly human has human features uh not elven ears, like rounded ears, um, looks very human. The other one, on the other hand, looks almost, looks almost human, but has fur, like this darkish black fur, very thin fur over its face. And you can now look, now you get a closer look. This is the one without the breastplate on. Um, is quite larger than the other one. But you do get a kind of closer look. And you also notice that their ears are nowhere. You just see little um, protrusions from their cloak, almost like um, like their ears are sticking out a little bit more. But they're not. They're very whoever they are. They're very clearly not elven. If that's what you're wondering. All right. Or he's gonna yell at them. Okay. We'll performance check. See if they see see if they hear you. Hey. Gotta do that. Okay. Uh, roll 15. I think I have pretty high performance. Yeah, plus two, 17. 17. They, uh, all of a sudden, their horse, they're, they, the human goes, whoa, 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 boy, okay. And they're like, all right, well, what's, and they, like, you see them chattering to each other a little bit, and they, they turn around, the, and the human uncover, like, takes off his hood. He's like, uh, how can I help you? Well, we're we're quite curious to where you're off to in such a hurry. Oh, uh, yeah, that. 
Um, we were sent by the kingdom. Um, and then all of a sudden, the, the bigger one, like, smacks him on the breastplate. It's like, ah, right, sorry. It is official business, so we can't really give you that much detail. However, um, all we can say is that you should be very careful if you're going into the Blackrun Forest. We are going into the Blackrun Forest, but we're also on official business. Are you? Yes. Well, who, yes. Who is your employer? A man named Leon. And you see both of them slump down into their horses. And they the, the human rolls his eyes. <sighs> A librarian, eh? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I see you're the group that... Well, to be blunt... Um, foolhardy fools. That took the job of... Um, of him. Uh, that librarian of ours tends to send a lot of adventurers to his death. To the, or to their death. Um, I think we can handle it. Very... They've killed a wyvern. And then all of a sudden you see the bigger bigger one. Like, it piqued their, it piqued their attention a little bit. And they look over at you. And now that you're getting a closer look at their face. Um, let me think. Who would, have, who would know of and have seen um echo and zane i mm -hmm. need both of you to roll nature check for me please nature huh yeah. 17 nine echo you don't know zane through your travels you've seen plenty of people all types of races all types of um uh all types of people and as you look a little closer, you see that this person is a furbolk. Mm. And they kind of look, and you just hear very quietly come out of the cliff, a wyvern. Yes, a wyvern. I struck the finishing blow. Here's its tooth. And I'll just pull out one of its claws. And he... Your claw. He, he looks at it and wow well uh good on ya um those are some fierce pasties to, uh, i'm gonna use my psychic powers and i'm gonna send the the big guy a message okay to his head in just a voice that he's never heard before okay oh and they killed it really 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 badly like never seen before and he, he, like, looks around, and he just kind of tilts his head at you, Thaddeus. He's like, now you know it's not polite to go speaking into people's heads without permission. Uh, you won't get past the furbolg, Thaddeus. May I beep into his head? You can certainly <laughs> do that. <laughs> I'm going to I request permission to beep. And just simply do one single beep. And he immediately looks at you. Not much one for words, are you there? All right. Well, you you beat a wyvern. And he looks at he looks at his friend, the human. And he's like, James, I think they'll be all right. And if Leon hired him, at least they're we can trust that they're at least foolish enough to take on whatever the hell's in that forest. Me, on the other hand. I may have been born near this forest, but there's no fucking way I'm going back in that forest right now. 
What lies in that forest? Yeah, what do you guys know about what's going on in Keister? Uh, why do you use such improper language? <clears throat> improper how? Um, if you don't know, it's not worth explaining. Feels kind of the the furbolg feels kind of hurt. Don't worry, he's an elf. And he and he, he looks like yeah, I know the top. Um, yeah, <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> um, well, so, I am rolling right now. For what? On <laughs> what I was gonna do, and you're lucky. Are are you gonna? Are you trying to attack? Uh, uh, knights, uh, knights of the of the of the city, or knights of the uh, country. Uh, no. I do you do you, do you do you want to become a fugitive along with all of your friends? Because you I thought that. better of it. I, I, I thought better of it. I'm fine. I'm fine with doing prison RP. No. <laughs> no. I prefer restaurant. Oh, is that RP. what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> this is another <laughs> right. mod, like restaurant RP. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ted. All right. Well, everyone has to go to their cage. I will. Mine. I will tell you this. You're at your since you are being hired by the head librarian of the Royal Library, and he looks right at his friends of James. I'll tell him there's been sightings of werewolves, and we were sent here to investigate. We have said we have seen said werewolf. Said werewolf did not attack us. However. The wolf packs that have been running through the forest have gotten significantly more desperate and significantly more hungry. So we believe that potentially this werewolf is taking the kids and having them for dinner. But whenever we went to go and try to investigate this, the werewolf was nowhere to be seen, and the kids were nowhere to be seen. And as we wandered into the forest more, we got lost. And somehow, some way, we wandered our butts back to Keister. And then we got calls to go back to the capital. So that's why we were rushing back to the capital. Anything else? Any nope. trails? Trails. Where did you look? Honestly, mister, we got lost. Uh, I may be good with, you know, these woods, but there's something about these woods right now that is getting me all tossed and turned. And uh, I don't recognize these woods anymore. Be that single tooth. And Could just, these woods be... Oh, sorry, go ahead. He just, he just stares daggers at Thaddeus. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Could these woods be enchanted or magical? You see, we have a friend in Keister that aided us in our search before she left Keister, and she is a mage of high esteem. And she couldn't de she couldn't detect any magic. She couldn't really find anything that was magical and sorcery like. But we, eh, you know. We just took her word for it, and we took down a report, said we couldn't find anything, we got lost, which kind of scared us, and 
we moved on. We got our mm. orders to come back. How much in a hurry are you? Uh, we've been ordered to come go back to Artemis, so they expect us back there within the week. Why is that? Why do you ask? Are you a warrior? More of a detective, but I do know how to protect myself if that's what you're asking. Detective. Yes. You know. What is your weapon? And he like, he pulls out the, uh, the two hand axes that he has attached to underneath his arms. He's like, I got, I got bad news, number one, and good news, number one. Well, actually, this is good news, number two. I lost, I lost good news, number one, in the forest. Hmm. I'll try to find it for you. That would be appreciated. And if you do find it, well, you can keep it. it served me a long time. Well, appreciate. Only a year, <clears throat> but you know, a long time is a long time. Uh, James, I believe, unless these fine people need anything else, we should probably get going. It's since the Black Run Forest is my home, would I know of this werewolf? Roll a nature check. Nine? You've... No, I just oh, rolled. Seven. Sorry, seven. Seven? Even worse. Uh, you've heard story just, just like uh, this furbolg friend has, uh, you know has stated you've heard stories of, of werewolves wandering the black rod forest and but you've never come into contact one with one you've never seen one you've only seen wolves and you've seen big wolves you've seen wolves taller than you but you've never yeah, you've never yeah. seen okay. werewolves so i uh, yeah because i was about to say we have wolves at our camp like our village right yeah, so you, you've never seen any werewolves, so. Okay. Um, he's like, well, if I can... He's like, my name is Thomas. And, uh... I'm, uh, second commander of the third division. And this here is James. He's, uh... My understudy, I guess, if you could say. He, uh... He's there to take over in my commander position if, uh... He's a lieutenant, so if, he, if I die, he takes the commander's position. But we were sent here kind of as a as a detective party just to make sure that nothing really bad was going on. And uh, we couldn't really find anything. We just heard stories and saw that kids were missing. Not much of a detective if you can't figure stuff out. And he looks right at you. He's like, my little friend, you may be right. I think it might be time to retire. James, let's get going. Unless you people have anything else for us, I got a, I got a real itching to go cook me something up at camp. Yeah, very we well. Also, get moving. He's like, very well. Have a good night. And he. Isn't it morning? Yes. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, it's morning. The man is very confused <laughs> and off his rocker. He's been riding a long. That's really time. fucked him up. <laughs> 
Sorry, very sorry. Uh... And James, he's uh, okay. And they they take off riding. They, you see him put both their hoods back up. Um, so you guys mount up for the day. Uh, Avara, I don't know if you want to allow her to steer no, the I'm wagon not anymore. Going to allow Alara to steer. I'm going to make Aiko drive the wagon. He has had enough. <laughs> Alara's having just a mental breakdown after everything that's happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So, Aiko, you hop in the driver's seat next to Zane for the first time. And, uh, Zane, you, uh, I don't know if you fastened anything to keep him in there, but you, you got him no. started to talk like Thomas more here. Uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I like Thomas, hope we see him again. My, my uh, the, uh, uh, the West Virginia draw is starting to come out. Um, <laughs> so like molasses oh, that West Virginia? <laughs> A little molasses is coming uh, out of that mouth. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> little bit I, I, I'm not I hearing the whistle from only having voice. one tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so uh, Aiko, as you uh, as you snap the reins of, of the of the bovine uh, creature that is, has been dragging your cart all this time, uh, I need you to roll an animal handling check, and uh, Ori, I need you to roll an animal handling check as well. God damn it! No, not oh, no, no, Raven. Fourteen. <laughs> Okay, since I've rolled low, can I uh, cast an animal friendship spell on him? Yeah, you absolutely can. How do I roll that? I don't think you have have to to. roll. I think that's just a... Well, let me look. Is there a DC? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Yeah, let me let me let me uh, let me let me throw that oh. throw that out in chat, and we can read it. Um, you, you want, want to move your reins down a little lower? I think it's used to the. Little but one. you mean it no harm. Choose a beast that you can see within range. Uh, it must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by uh, by you for the spell's duration, which is 24 hours. Uh, if you or one of your companions harm the target, the spell ends. So, because it is already tamed, it's going to roll with disadvantage to see if it becomes charmed by you, where it's going to listen to everything you say regardless of what you want it to do. Um, what is that? Is that a seven or is that a one? Okay, it's a seven, and its its intelligence is its intelligence is a three, so it will work. Um, the DC is twelve, seven plus nothing. Yeah, so you have a you charmed this creature, and I'm gonna say with that, it's not how it actually works, but you can go ahead and re-roll the animal handling now. Aiko. I mean, nine's better. God damn. Nine's better than eight. Um, <laughs> um, oh, God. No driving like SpongeBob. Do you have advantage, maybe? No, because it gets a reroll. Uh, although, with the, animal, with, with the animal friendship, the DC is now a five. So, uh, yeah, you, so you succeed, 
but you're not used to the power of these creatures. You're used to maybe a horse or a pony being your at your size, and uh, yeah, you 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 hang on, and it almost rips the reins out of your hands, but it, you hang on, and it moves on without a hitch as you're crossing the bridge of the cobblestone uh, the cobblestone bridge that goes across the uh, um, goes across the river. Um, and, uh, you guys move on without really any issue. As you're traveling along, you then enter into the Black Run Forest. And it now, the river slowly starts to fade away, and you start to hear crows and frogs and crickets and all sorts of things. Birds chirping. And, uh... Um, and you're, you get the sense that this is a, you've now entered into a fairly interesting place. Um, as you guys are wandering through, uh, do you guys want to do anything while you're riding through the cart? Um, nope. Can I play a little tune? On, on your what? Uh, on my... Is it loot? I think I have a loot. Okay. So yeah, you yeah, yeah uh, roll performance check. With adva- I'm gonna say with advantage. Alright. With advantage, I'll just, you're you're I'll just do one more roll. You're just calmly riding along. No natural Nat 20. twenty. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Sliding, dude. You master of puppets, Yeah, you, you go you go you go full <laughs> Eddie from the fire and the flames you go, on the loot. You go full Eddie from Stranger Things and just start bla- yeah. like playing amazing music. Um, ah, that's a little joyful and a little too full bandy. Let's just go back to this one. Yeah, there you go. So just a nice calming theme as you're, as you're making your way through the Black Run Forest. As we're riding through, I want to keep an eye on, like, watching the ground to see if we see any wolf, uh, werewolf prints. Run the investigation check. I, too, will help do the same. God damn it! Damn, it's Echo oh. can't buy a roll over ten today. Uh, I too I'll will roll. be watching. Okay, roll, roll investigation. I'm gonna start just rolling, rolling an actual dice. Yeah, that might be better. Seventeen. Okay, I'm gonna say this: this these rolls last for a while. Uh, I got an eighteen. Or he has an eighteen. Zane has. Okay, so we're gonna do a combine instead of Echo. Being the only one who's just like he's a ranger, okay? He's like, <laughs> like, right? And he's from the forest, so he knows his surroundings very well. But with the help of Zane and Ori, your guys, oh, everyone's kind of scanning around. You do see fairly large wolf prints, um, just as you enter onto the path into the forest, and you hear Beep slowly starting to play his lute. Um, you, I'm gonna say Zane. You're you're sitting up front. You see large wolf prints running along the path because this is a dirt path, and you guys make your way through the forest without any real issue. Um, as you guys, because you, I would say you probably got a late start because of the interaction with Thomas and James. Um, you make your way probably. I'm gonna say. To about here, and I'm going to need it's a four on the D8, so that is um, 
Uh, Aiko, can you roll a survival check for me, please? He rolled a 10! That's what he needed! He got it! My, he passed! I rolled, my, I rolled my dice also, just to see, and I got a freaking 1. <laughs> God, he's... <laughs> He's, he's Tiny, do you know this is 1d20, not 1d10? Yeah. He's uh, he's having Strixhaven Zach uh, luck right now. Um, yeah. But um, as you guys roll up, you start to realize that the... You're... Um, Aiko, because you have animal friendship, you get the sense that you're... For some reason, you're... The, the 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 bull pulling the wagon is getting a lot more tired than normal. Uh, it's getting a lot more exhausted, and you guys slowly come to a stop of just uh, I'd say rounds about there. And it's starting to get dark, and you guys are now in, in the middle of the Black Run Forest with a ten survival. You do find a clearing that's probably about. 150 feet in diameter so it's a circle that's completely void of trees right along the trail and uh you guys can with a 10 you find a good place to make camp and the night has come um who wants to take the first watch and before uh, tell me that and then if you guys want to do anything before anybody goes to bed let me know I'll I be up the third watch, so. Okay. I'll be I've with third. Third watch. Him. I'll take second. Well. Okay. I'll I take have first. 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 All right. So, or, so sorry, it was a, it was Ori and Aiko for first again, or? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. The... I, I will say, um, real quick before we get started, um, Vatten does not look very comfortable right now. Um, in the forest, okay. um, kind of as soon as we got into the forest, he was even more quiet than usual, um, kind of keeping to the, the middle of the cart and, um, kind of gripping his spear a little bit more tightly than you would normally see him. Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, bark. That's a Macy. Um. <laughs> I'm going to say, Vaten, this is the first time I'm giving this out. You've earned yourself an inspiration die. Hey, yeah, I'll take it. So that is a reroll on a d20 for any check. Boom. Noted. And, and you can keep that for as long as you want. So that never goes away unless you use it. Um. <clears throat> With the inspiration to make sure that you keep yourself at least keep yourself safe, that's why I'm giving it to you. Um, so you guys set up camp for the night, uh, a little bit more on guard than normal after hearing the stories from the two nights and hearing the stories that of the reason why you're coming to the forest in the first place. You're now in the thick of it, you're now here, and uh. We're going to uh, we're going to see what happens on this night. Um, Ori, Aiko, I need both of you to roll a perception check for me with disadvantage because it is dark. Oh, fuck. 
You rolled a five out. anyways. <laughs> uh, um, uh, 16. Wow. Man, they're just polar opposites today. <laughs> like, good God. I'm just going to put Aragon on watch and let him roll this. <laughs> That you know, that's actually you know what yeah that's the thing yeah. that's fine. You just need to get glasses. <laughs> yeah, Ecker needs glasses. That's it. it. Then he'll be good. So I just realized I had a fireplace ambient ambience, which is pretty neat. Um, so. Echo, you're on you're on guard, but you're also tired from the travel. You you feel a sense of lethargy that you haven't felt ever. Uh, you've normally been pretty on top of your game for most of your life. You're you're a survivalist. You know where you are, and you know how to how to navigate these woods. But it's starting. You get the sense that these woods are. Even though you're in a clearing, and the fire, you can see probably about 30 to 40 feet into the clearing. Um, but you're starting to feel like the woods are closing in on you a little bit. It kind of gives you the sense that things, you, you, you're a little bit more on edge than normal. But you don't see anything, so you just assume it's all right. Ori, your senses are also very, very good. And kind of in the same sense, you are willing to take on any challenger or any challenge that is thrown your way. But you also get the sense that this is like a weird uneasiness that you've never really felt before. Um, you don't know why it, where, why, maybe it's just because it's the first time you've been in a really thick forest like this. But it's it's unsettling and with a six you said 16 right mm -hmm. with a 16 you can't see much farther than echo can even with your dark vision um and you can just barely see the tree line and you don't see anything you see lightning lighting uh, lightning bugs floating in the air and it seems like a normal night but you do get this really weird uneasy sense and maybe it comes from the stories being told or why you're being sent here but one way or another it is feeling you are feeling a little bit uneasy. Um, so, uh, unless you guys want to do anything during your watch, we can move on. But that's up to you guys. I'm good. Uh, I'm really tempted to go on a walk. You want to go for a walk? <laughs> okay. Hmm. Is go wandering through the forest a little bit. Okay. I'll be right back. All right, be safe, Heather. All right. So, how how uh, how far are you? I'm gonna say also, uh, since uh, uh, Laura just said they'd be be right back. So I'm gonna say, for the sake of a sleeping Alara, a lot you you find it you I mean it's up to you if you find it yeah, best to he, keep her at the camp. He sets her down. Okay, so as you wander off, you do have still the sense of kind of a weird uneasiness that you don't really felt. I've never really felt before. Um, 
as you're walking, you you are you uh, he, trying he has to his weapon drawn by the way. Okay, which I figured he did. Are you trying to inspect the clearing or are you trying to inspect the actual world? So you're just going into the woods. He's kind of just investigating the woods, see if he can get like sort of a better idea of what they're kind of dealing with. Okay. He's he's kind of going with his gut feeling right now that there's something amiss, but he doesn't know what it is. Nate, high or low? I'll take low. I'll take high. High, high, Sorry. I don't know if I can take it back. You can take high. I rolled okay. high. I rolled a 19. Well, no, it's low. Oh. You can take high. <laughs> oh, oh, rats. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, roll d d8 for me. A d8? Okay. Four. Four. Ooh, this is gonna be cool. Okay, um, I was uh, I was lucky hoping that you would randomly choose this. Find Excalibur. As <laughs> as you wander through the forest, you, I assume you're not letting the fire light leave your eyes or leave your view. Yeah, he's good. He's not going far enough to where he can't see the campfire. Okay. So as you wander in, it make a perception check for me. With just a regular one. I'm going to save for that for right now. Okay. 14. 14. Um you wander off and you're with your dark vision, you can see pretty well. Um, and you don't see any creatures. In fact, as you walk into the forest, everything goes quiet. And the sound of the fireplace starts to go away. Everything is in a weird silence. And then... You're wandering through. You you kind of you still see the fireplace. You um and you stop. In you're looking around, and with a fourteen, uh, what you don't see is the um wandering scout of the same wolf pack that had been in the woods before, and it is probably about a hundred feet away from you. Um, and it's looking at you, not in a, uh, it's just there. You don't send, you, you, you don't hear it. You don't see it, but I'm going to say with a 14, you do kind of get the feeling you're being watched all of a sudden. The, the, the woods is silent. There's no crickets. There's no crows. There's no birds. There's no nothing. And as you're kind of feeling like you're being watched, you hear, what feels like in your head. Well, hello, my big friend. It'll like quickly turn around, see if there's anyone there. You see no one. Take sort of a wide stance. Now, now, there's no need to be defensive. I understand that this might be a little weird. But don't worry. Um, you're, what is your name? 
And why are, Where are you? And why are you in the forest so late at night, wandering alone? Observing. Ah, so you're doing what I do. Now... Perhaps. Uh, now, uh, I'm... Since I have no name, uh, large one, the group that you're traveling with, do you trust them? Hmm. You pause. For now. So for now, you say, well, what, what if it becomes never again? What would you do? I sense what's in you. Would you let it take over or would you just walk away? What are you playing at here? Playing at nothing. My job is to observe, to contact, to make sure that the ones in my forest aren't up to no good. And when I see a big hulking creature like yourself with weapons drawn, I do get concerned. So I it figured is I'd- simply a precaution. I understand there are many things in the forest that can hurt you, whether that be the forest gnomes, uh, the wolves, or that creature that tends to stick towards the mountains. Either way. The mountains. Yeah, well, yes, we, the Black Run Forest is right against the mountains, right against the Haverlow Mountains. Is this creature strong? Depends on your definition of strong. Hmm. Interesting. Or you'll like, take note of that. Now, don't be alarmed. I'm not here to hurt you. And I'm not here to fight you. But just... Ugh. I sense <laughs> disdain in your voice. Are you... I was looking forward to something. Well, there's plenty in these, and there's plenty in these woods that you could fight. Just be patient. Uh, that being said, um, why are you here? Why is your group here? And just let me preface this. I know the answer. I know everything. So be honest with me. Hmm. We were sent to investigate missing children. Missing children. Interesting. Are you responsible for that? Maybe. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I'm responsible and not responsible for many things that go on in this forest. I know everything, every inch, every creature, down to the very last insect. In fact... Are you simply an observer? That is my occupation. That is why I am here. Oh, and do be alarmed. There is a approaching large white wolf. Probably about 60 feet from you right now. It's not going to attack you. It is there to observe just as I am. It's up to you whether or not you want to strike it down mercilessly. And just know what you decide will affect how my relation with your party 
is affected. Mm. Is this wolf strong? It is a scout for a stronger, bigger wolf. So... Could it lead me to this bigger wolf? Not willingly. Hmm. Who do you work for? I work for myself, or maybe some higher power, a god, perhaps? I don't know. You said you were observing for someone. Is that only for yourself? That is a curious question that I have no answer for. For I am timeless. I've been here since the first tree has sprouted, since the first nut was planted. I was here when the first squirrel climbed out of a tree. Now, that being said, you will never know what I look like unless I let you. That's, um... <laughs> God damn it. I saw the laughing. Sorry, sorry I'm only sorry. sorry. <laughs> You're ruining it. You're ruining my immersion, man. <laughs> immersion ruined. Um... <clears throat> I'll talk like Thrip. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll change it up. Uh, oh fuck! Now I forgot. What I was gonna ask. Oh, okay, I'm good. Uh, what was? What did he ask last? He basically said, "I will not show my face unless you are worthy, or unless I choose to do so. Just know that there is someone always watching, and just know mm. that that one is always there." If I give you my name, will you give me yours? That is a curious inquisition, my friend. For I may know your name, but I do not know my own. It has been many years since I've last known my own name. I can't remember it, unfortunately. So, if that's a deal-breaker, I, I understand. I understand that. What do you know what being you are? Race. Race. A spirit, perhaps? A god? Maybe a... One of the fae? I don't know. I've been here for so long that... I simply just know myself as the observer. Are you lonely? No. I watch plenty of things. I know of many people and know of the many goings-ons in this force, so I take solace in knowing that there are people that I can observe and creatures that are fun. <laughs> Have you ever seen a baby fox prance around in the field? I've seen plenty. Thousands. It's a glorious thing to watch. So, no, I wouldn't say I'm lonely. I used to chase frogs in my youth. Frogs? Well, there's plenty of those in these woods. You may be able to do and re do that and relive some of your childhood. Mm. And then you hear, Well, it seems my time is up in your mind. 
Just know that I'm nowhere near you, nor am I anywhere, nor am I far away from you. I'm always just there, Ori. And will we speak again? Oh, is he gone? And then you hear, beware of the creature near the mountains. He may not be as vicious as you think. And then you hear absolute silence again. And as you look around, you look back and the fire is still up and you start to hear animal noises again. You hear crickets and frogs and birds of the night, almost as if you snapped out of a trance. He's going to address Cat to himself what he said about the uh, creature. Did he say what kind of creature it was, or he just called it a creature? Or He just he said he is unaware of who he is. <clears throat> All right, he's going to try. Simply, he's gonna... simply an observer is what they said. Okay. Uh, is that wolf close by? Make a perception check. I've just snapped out of your uh, little haze. Okay. I guess he's, uh, he's, the forest is like super thick. I know you only said he was 60 feet away. Now, was he close enough to the um, camp for me to see him looking like he was talking to somebody? No. He was, okay. with your original perception and with how far away he had wandered in. You did not see any of this. Okay. But, was Alara uh, just like chilling on top of his head the entire time that was going no, I, down? I put her down. Yeah. Okay. Put her down in a tent, I, rolled, yeah. I rolled an 11. An 11. For the wolf, you are... You kind of had this weird like snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Um, moment. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you uh, look around and you immediately remember wolf 60 feet and you look around you don't see it. However, you do hear it. You hear it pause, tapping around you and what you do is up to you. He's gonna follow the sound. Be can he? Do you hear like a direction? You heard it moving in a circle. So, where you're standing now, you're facing the fire pit. Where it is is behind you to your left is where you heard it, and it was seemed like it was moving to its left. So from you, from if you're looking at it, it was moving left in a circle almost, and you probably about thirty to forty feet away from you. Okay, is it kind of moving away or is it? It's keeping me. its distance, but it's not necessarily like, trying you know. to trying to run away from you. Okay. Or he's gonna walk towards it. Okay. Where is my where's my lack of dice? While he's doing that, I'm gonna go wake up second watch because I'm. I'm can't see him and I'm by myself. Okay. 
Um, so we'll get to that in a second. Um, Ori, as you walk through the woods, you hear more footsteps, but they get closer to you. And you do start to see the outline of a wolf. It is a white wolf, um, probably about three feet tall from its back. Um, and it is simply staring at you, not baring its teeth, not showing aggression. Um, but it is staring directly at you. It is very aware you are moving towards it. And it does not move. What do you want to do? Ori's gonna toss it a ration. Like uh like some jerky or something like that? Yeah. Okay. You toss it to it, it looks at you, it bows its head, looks back up at you, and as you're getting a closer look to it, its eyes are a bright white. Almost as white as its fur. And it stares at you, slowly walks up to the ration, sniffs it, licks it once, looks back up at you, grabs it, and then you blink your eyes and it's gone. It is disappeared. It's some spooky shit. Uh, <laughs> do I, do I, I guess I don't hear it run away or anything. It's just you gone. You hear nothing. You you look at it as it picks it up. It looks back up at you. You blink your eyes, and it is gone. All right, he's or he's gonna walk back to camp. Okay, as you as this is happening, Aiko, explain. Okay, who's uh, for who's taking second watch? I was Elka, and then anybody else? Was it Beep or was it? I think it was Thaddeus. It was Thaddeus. Okay. Uh I was going to take third watch, but I can take second watch. Okay, we'll just say that's fine, just for the sake of this. Uh, explain how how you go and try to wake up Elka and Thaddeus. So, after um, Ori left, and he literally got completely out of sight, um, since I knew Echo knows that there are wolves around, he went over to Elka um, actually, where are y'all two sleeping? Probably in one of the tents. I'm sleeping in the back of the the wagon. Alright, well, since Aiko knows Elka more, he goes over to her first and nudges on her shoulder. Uh, she's gonna, like, smack him a little bit and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why am I awake? <laughs> I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to bother you, but... Uh, Ori wandered off, and he is nowhere in sight. He's gonna, like, slow blink and, like, try and wake herself up a bit and be like, okay, uh, is there anything happening? As far as I know, there isn't. The only reason waking you up, and I'm gonna also wake up Thaddeus, is because of wolves being in the air. I don't want to be the only one with eyes on the camp right now. Oh. Okay. Well, um, 
we can let Thaddeus sleep a little bit. Um, I can just stay up with you until Ori gets back. I'm going to, sorry to interrupt. I'm going to say that Ori has now been gone for two hours. This experience, Ori, you get the sense that you've lost some time here. Um, and as you wander back into the camp, Elka and Aiko are now sitting up at the camp. Uh, does it feel like more time has passed than it should have? Yes. Hmm. You're very okay. aware of your, I think it's called the circadian rhythm, uh, where yeah. you cannot, where you understand your own body's time and you understand that maybe i've been in the woods for a lot longer than i anticipated he also knows what time of day it is roughly yeah you know it's yeah. getting close to midnight mm. all right he yeah he i guess gets back to camp sees uh Aiko and elka and walks up to him Where have you been? Forest is haunted. You really shouldn't leave the camp like this. Like, Echo couldn't see you? Yeah, you, you like disappeared and I was about to wake everybody up to come for a search party because you've been gone for so long. Mm, I was in no danger. We didn't know I that. appreciate it, though. Yeah, with big werewolves and everything wandering around these areas, can't can't trust anything these days. Maybe next well, time, going... stay closer to camp. Or at I'm least simply investigating. Apologies. Or at least carry a torch so we can see where you're at. I can see fine. But, uh, yeah, forest haunted. He's going to go off to bed. Okay. okay. And, Aiko, you can head off to sleep. Elka, I'm going to say while you were, just so you get your long rest, I'm going to, and that you don't get exhaustion, I'm going to say while you were sitting waiting, you were kind of dozing off near the campfire. Just so you are okay. still trying to catch some of your sleep. Um, okay. So Thaddeus, you wake up per normal uh, of, of of for second watch, um, and uh, you walk up and all you see is Elka. I would like both of you to roll a perception check for me with disadvantage. Definitely gonna fill him in on what happened. Oh yeah, for sure. I would assume so. Uh, is it disadvantage? Perception check? Perception check with disadvantage. It is pitch blackout. Oh, with disadvantage. It is darker than dark. Seven. Ooh. Doing great. Twenty. My elven village. My elven vision. Okay. So, Elka. With the seven, you don't really hear much. You don't, uh, 
You don't hear much because there really isn't that much to hear. Um, however, Thaddeus, with their 20, you look into the woods past the clearing and you see two eyes, um, a, a set of eyes, but 60 to 70 feet up in a very large pine tree. And uh, you hear, <laughs> you, you know that that is probably an owl. Hello, Mr. Owl. <laughs> As you say from the campfire, you don't get any response. Just going to look at him for a second and be like, shh. Why? It's a freaking be... owl. Yes, but we don't need to draw any attention to, to the things in the woods that we can't see. They're things. Okay. Are we afraid of things? Okay, you don't notice the wing beating of something landing directly behind you on a stump. Oh, fuck. Thaddeus, you look over there and it's, it's an owl that lands on the stump and almost as if it heard your call it stops and like cocks its head and goes whoo, 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 whoo. and just is eyeballing Thaddeus Mr. Owl I don't speak your language that I believe but you're welcome to keep an eye out on us you're gonna turn around and look and be like oh I see you've made a friend I think so. And all of a sudden, so for those of you who don't know, don't know what owls look like when they walk across the land, their arms are very stretchy, <laughs> and they uh, it doesn't it hops off the stump and slowly almost it almost kind of they almost kind of look like they're pimp walking. Uh, and it like stretches out its legs and like walks towards Elka and in one foul motion beats its wings once and lands on your shoulder, Elka. It's gonna kinda like stand there and like be like, cool. Super out of character. Archer was an owl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's an yeah, he's an owl, yeah. I think he's, you have made a friend yourself. He's just gonna like stand there and be like, ah, uh, I haven't seen one of these in a while. Can I can I pet it? Yeah. Right. Roll an animal handling animal handling <laughs> oh, check. No. Oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> can I do something? Nine. No, you're sleeping, bro. No, not me, Aragon. Oh yeah, sure. Alright, so since Eric we haven't I haven't really fed Aragon in a while. He hears <gasps> this noise. Get out of here. And he and he leaves to try to attack it. Oh, no. fuck. first thing that happens in this situation—that is perfectly fine. Uh, <laughs> I already first, love him, and you need to leave him alone. First thing that happens, Elka, you go to pet the owl, and it looks at you and kind of like ducks its head down, and then once it realizes what you're trying to do, it goes and like lays its head into your hand, into your paw, uh, okay. and, and kind of like. 
rubs its head against your paw. And then you just, whoo! And what you guys don't see is the uh, blue dragon hatchling that you guys have kind of ignored for most of this. It's it's really just kind of hung out with Aiko and just like you had the one the one moment with uh, with Thaddeus earlier. And Thaddeus, you just see in the shadows behind the uh, behind the owl and behind Elka, you see the same lizard that bit you earlier. And it's like full blown like cat trying to stalk a mouse uh, about to lunge. Um, Do I know its name? You know, yeah, you know Aragon. Yeah, you've you've been introduced. I'm literally gonna look at Aragon and go, Aragon, no. And it does not listen to your command because it only listens to echoes. And uh, we're going to see if the owl notices Aragon. That's cocked. That's a three. Um. Squirtle. Anyway, I notice it. Yeah, you roll perception check. Your back is turned to him, and he's very quiet. But I have good perception. Nat twenty for twenty-three. You, yeah, with without any issue, you notice. Uh, you, you notice the little blue dragon hatchling. But at this point, Squirtle, do me a favor. Roll for uh roll for an attack against the owl for Aragon. So roll a d20 and add I'd say it's if he's using his claws and teeth, roll with dex. If he's using his breath weapon, use any sort of whatever the bonus is for that. You're I we can't hear you by the way. So I just hit his decks on his character sheet? Uh, yeah. I would say that's fine. Eight. It's an eight to hit. No, no, no. Sorry. You roll d20 and then add your dexterity modifier. Oh, okay. So it's not just a straight dex roll. It is a attack with dexterity. You rolled an eight anyways. Uh, well, that's okay. Because it, uh, what, wait, what's the de what's the dex modifier? Like, was it'll say it? It'll be like plus something. Yeah, plus three. So that's an eleven. Uh, an owl's AC is natural armor is ten. So, Elka, Elka, with your nat twenty perception, you notice. You look over your shoulder just as you see a pouncing. Full wing spread, Velociraptor like from Jurassic Park, lunging at this owl, mouth open, and you feel the impact smack your back, and uh, Aragon goes to bite at the owl, and what you notice and what and what Aragon notices right away, and what Thaddeus and Elka both notice. As Aragon goes to bite into this owl successfully, it he only hits Elka and goes flying over Elka's shoulder, and the owl vanishes. 
heck? <laughs> Magic owls are great. <laughs> All right, I hate this place. And then you, uh, you notice uh, the same owl reapparates on Elka's head. And you just hear, I'm, I'm going to look at him and be like, are you magic, little friend? And you see it like nod its head, yes. And then it flaps its wings. And then uh, as it goes up into the air, it looks down at Aragon. And as if it's mocking it, circles around Aragon once and then disappears into the night. You may join us now, Mr. Owl. Join our party. And you, it goes away. I'm just going to be like, it's fine. The magic creatures are their, their own thing. Just leave them. I want a magic creature. You can't just have them. They're no, them. I know, but it was friendly. Well, maybe if we see it again, we can ask it again. Go away, you little blue piece of bitey bite. And you uh, you see Aragon just go... And then just slowly wander back to uh, to Aiko. Um, so, I do know how to poke. So... That other than that curious experience, second watch goes without really any issue, um, and third watch comes comes in. Um, Zane and uh, well, Fatan is not at his computer at the moment. Um, but you guys oh, wake up, you guys wake up. We'll wait for the we'll wait for Vatan's rolls when he gets back. Um, Zane, I need your real perception check for me. Regular? It's regular old perception. It's starting to be, get a little bit lighter out. Nine. <laughs> you look into the woods. And as this daylight starts to come into view, um, you notice what looks like a, um, a mist. But the mist is almost moving as if it is a human. And it slowly stops. And I'm going to wait until Vod 10 puts his headphones back on. If he already has one on. All right. Oh, I'm already good, yeah. Third one. <laughs> I've been listening. I just haven't been. Yep. Uh, roll perception uh, check for me, please, first. Before we go into yep. the gathering. Well, and I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you. I am not going to be gathering because Vaten is not comfortable in the woods gotcha um, you rolled a nat 19 so what zane what you see on edge. <laughs> yeah uh zane what you see as a moving mist in the woods like dancing around in the in the trees just in the like in the forest and you see it start to shoot vaten you being on a heightened a <laughs> little bit of a heightened alert you look at you see the mist too you zane looks at it and you both notice, but what you see inside the mist is a cloaked, white cloaked lady, about 
eight feet tall, long, flowing, white hair. Uh, she faces you as she was about to walk away, and what you see is she has no, she has no eyes. Okay. Um, instantly produce flame. Um, as soon as I see this, like it's... mist not being natural. It is, um, I would say it is about, from where your camp is, it is about 80 feet from you. So what is Produce Flames range? Uh, 30 feet. Um, but I'm still going to have it in my hand just as a, a comfort thing. Gotcha. Um. And you can, what you also see is this lady has long stringy, gowns like it's almost as if she's wearing multiple pieces of clothing and it's almost see-through but you can't see her body but you can see through her clothing it's a weird apparition and when she looks at you no eyeballs but she smiles just very kind very like almost like almost as if she's trying to comfort you in the fact that you see her and she notices that you see her and she just slowly looks at you and then turns her head towards the forest and Zane, what you see is this mist slowly disappear. And, and Vaten, you see this mist or you see this lady walk into the forest and go at eye shot. Anyone. That, that was a weird little fog. Shiny one, did you not see the woman? Woman? No. I saw fog. Or mist, uh, depending how you want to look at it. <laughs> that laugh is out of character, sorry. Um, the, my my smart-ass comments that I've kept to myself uh, counter is now at three, um, and that is excluding the one that I <laughs> already said to everybody. Uh, <laughs> um just gonna um if the campfire is lit i will put my i'll just kind of snuff the flame that's in my hand um if not i'll use it to light the campfire and uh i'd say the, looking... the campfire has now mm -hmm. come to cinders um okay so so i'll use that produce flame that it's in my hand and kind of chuck it into the fire mm -hmm. um just ignites immediately um so, Vata, I'm going to also say, while you were looking at this lady, um, you see her smile. You see that she doesn't have eyes. It's just black slots where her eyes should be very, very nightmarish, right? Um, mm -hmm. But you hear almost like a whisper. Okay. Almost like a whisper. Be safe. And that's what you, you just hear. Be safe. And that is uh, all you hear her say, and she just disappears. Um, I am going to very, very nervously, like, anytime I hear anything, I'm stopping what I'm doing and looking at it. Okay. Um, start, you know, the cooking of breakfast and okay kind of using using some of the the rations that are already there um 
worst case, if we're starting to run low on rations, I'll uh, cast a round or two of good berry. Um, I, I'd say rations were, were replenished in Stamford. Okay. So if you want to cast good berry, you certainly can. Um, but basically, I'm not preparing it unless we're starting to get low on rations. Um, so you you guys have more than enough rations to keep yourself fed for a while. Um, stopping in Stanford just a few days before. So okay, I, I'd say you you plenty of you have, you have plenty of food. You make breakfast, and everyone wakes up. Birds are chirping. The forest has sun beaming down into it. All of you having a fairly weird night. All experiencing something different. Uh, maybe some more than others. And day comes to a break. You are, uh, you know that you're less than a day's away from Keister. And the day is, it, day is yours. Hey, Co. Yes. Can I borrow your bag? Yes. I need it empty. I take everything I had in here in the bag. I'm going to turn it into a bag of holding. Mr. Aiko. Yes? Um, your little dragon needs to be kept in check. Why is that? Um, let's just say he disturbed my meeting with Mr. Owl last night. Well, he's probably hungry. So yeah, I do need I, I do need to feed him, but he just he likes to play. He's a kid. I don't. I understand. Um, just please try to keep him in check. He's already bitten me once, and he's scared of where our owl. All right, I'll, I'll try to keep him in check. Did you harm an owl last night? Walk up to Aiko and his little buddy. Did you harm an <laughs> owl last night? He asked. Yeah, that's why I said to Aiko. Oh, I I was asleep, so I don't know. Did you harm an owl last night? He'll 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 look at his little dragon, <laughs> and you just see it like scratching its cheek and just like looks very confused at you just what's it saying he, he's saying that he um you don't know what he's saying yes i, I speak dragon oh do, do you speak draconic he's not speaking draconic he's just making noise bro well i know but i speak dragon but still baby dragon I also speak dragon. Uh, no, you're, you, he's just making baby noises, bro. You can't you can't make any sense of what he's saying, even if you speak draconic. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he's, uh, I'm going to say, Aragon's going to look at you, Ori, and just sort of, like, walk up to you very innocently, and then, like, rat, like, do, like, you know how cats do, like, figure eights in between your legs? 
It's gonna like he's gonna like do that and then walk back to Aiko and then just lay back down and curl up in a ball. Innocent enough to walk away. <laughs> I wonder what a dragon leg tastes like. And you just see Aragon's eye shoot open, look right at you, Thaddeus, and then just slowly close again and go back to sleep. Squirtle, make sure to change your bag to a bag of holding. How do I do that? You just type bag of holding in your inventory. How many bags of holding does this party have now, for my own sake? Four? I have one. I think it's four. Okay. It's magic, me, Daddy. The whole world in our bags. You guys are never gonna. <laughs> you guys are never gonna have to worry about space, or storage, or encumbrance, sure or anything like that because you have a fucking artificer on the, on the squad. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's Zach just being a salty GM. Um, you let him do that. Like it's your fault. It's it's <laughs> in five E rules. I I gotta follow. It, it is. I don't yeah. have to be attuned to a magic guy to, and that is one of them. So we could just get a mega cart, like a big cart to drag everything with if we didn't have an artificer. So either way we'd be fine. <laughs> Wait, can we can just... we turn a cart into like a cart of holding? <laughs> Wait, wait, I have an idea. I feel like you'd like be a train the, of cards. I feel like you'd be can playing we, multiple dimensions at that point, and that's kind of dangerous. Can we take a bag and store a little dragon in it? I put would living not things. advise it. Living things can only last ten minutes in bags of holding. Keep that in mind, Mister Little Baby Dragon. It's Aragon sleeping. Uh. And uh, so, day moves on. You guys are about a half day away from Keister. And uh, the day is yours. What'd you like to do? Did anyone see anything last night? Just an owl that could disappear. Some mist. No mist. Cloudy ghost woman. We saw Knew a friendly it. owl, but a little blue dragon scattered away. Yeah. Forest is haunted. We should move quickly. Where's your little one at? We should get moving. Aiko. He'll just grab. Get on the cart. <laughs> He'll grab Alara by like her hand with like two fingers and pluck her out of his hair. He has complete trauma from this fucking wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Here, resting. Yeah, what you guys have noticed about Alara is that Alara has um, has been in a state of like constant, like just wanting to sleep, and also anytime hearing anything, freaking the fuck out, and like hiding behind Ori's head. So you just—it's she's almost like a shaking Chihuahua at this point, just like. Trauma. Rat just just full blown <laughs> traumatized. This journey may prove too much for her, but we will see. But so uh Hold on. I may have something. Oh no. Is it a better rope? <laughs> no, it's a drink. Oh, no. It better thirsty? be some happy juice. 
You cannot feed alcohol to a four-year-old Todd. It's she's like twenty in goblin years. So no, she's. I, I think she's is actually a, a child she, goblin. Yeah, she she baby. I mean, she's like yeah four. So, goblins don't eight, don't become adults until around eight years old. So oh shit. She y'all. She just wants yeah. some apple juice and a nugget. Like please. Please, <laughs> yeah, just have a little some happy juice this. and a nugget. <laughs> have a little bit drink of this apple juice. Yes, that is. I'm gonna smack it out of his hand. I'm gonna Alara, like. Uh, Alara is like shakily reaching her tiny little paw like out, but she doesn't I'm know gonna, any better. I, <laughs> I'm gonna give the death glare like straight at Thaddeus and be like, "Don't do it." Did you did you actually slap out of his hands? Because that was or he yes. was just good. Okay. <laughs> Where is it? Where I is have everyone? More. I'll have some. I'm gonna pour. I'm, I'm gonna Ori grab. I'm oh, wait. Alara is Alara on Ori's head still? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna like try and grab her and like. You can like hop up and do it. For the love yeah, of I'll God, give her some juice. I'll <laughs> hop up and be like, I'm gonna go find you some apple slices and I'll squeeze them into juice for you. So stay here. Don't take anything else from anyone else. As, like, Elka's walking away to go do that, she just takes her little paws and does the little the little thing she does all the time, like the kid in the back seat that wants a snack with their little hands. <laughs> like, like, please, come here, come. <laughs> I'm gonna try and go find some apples. I, oh, uh, up a, uh, a I wouldn't wander off. Breaded meat or something. Yeah. A single <laughs> cheese stick. Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, you can find out. Like, you have apples in the cart, so, like, you have fresh fruit. And you're easily able, I'm just gonna say you're easily able to squeeze it into juice, and... Strong. Yes. A strong fighter, the baby, fighter lady. The baby needs a happy meal. Yes. <laughs> I'll get her, um, like, a sippy water canteen. Sure, yeah, there's a <laughs> water skin. Juice. Yeah, you can... With a little straw. <laughs> a bendy straw. <laughs> Perfect. Done. I'll hollow out a reed. There you go. I like. It. She's just like gonna sit and like look at it, like she's still almost terrified to even take a drink because that might hurt her too. <laughs> <laughs> she's completely traumatized. The world is big and scary. It's so a big scary world. And she's uh, she's almost died many times. <laughs> Not even in combat. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She uh, almost got chomped in half by a wyvern the day before, like, fell out of the cart the same day. Oh, yeah. She probably has this, she probably like has this giant, like, she, she probably has, like, this giant knot on her forehead. Oh, like, yeah, she does. Oh, it's like, fine. She, it's just fine. goose egg. So, uh, before, before we move on, I just want to let you guys know. Um, so, about ten minutes ago, I was, I had my D10, a percentile die, and a D20. All the same set, and they're my black. They're my obsidian die, and I rolled. I, I rolled them just to roll them. I was being, you know, just rolling to roll, and I got a six, a sixty, and a six on all of them. So that isn't the most terrible omen that you guys are about to run into. Hail Satan! You're welcome. <laughs> fun, let's go. You know what? It's fine. Anywho. Six, six is okay. But well, anyway. I am serving everybody beer. 
Okay, let's just get to Keister. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get out of here. Okay. We should move fast. Yeah. Aiko, uh, go and roll an animal animal handling check. Uh, it's yeah, I'd say with, with advantage though because you were. I'll just take the thirteen. That's fine. You that that works out well. Uh, or or you need to roll your animal handling check. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, you get. You guys are fine. You make your you you make your way. To Kaiser, um, Faten, mm -hmm. as, as you're still kind of on guard, center of the cart, you just happen to glance out of the back of the cart, and you see that same ghostly-looking woman without eyes peek around the corner of a tree and just slowly do like the um, like the pageant wave to you. And uh, who is who is closest to me? Like, who can I just like grab and point? I would say either Thaddeus, Beep, or Elka would be in the cart with you right now. I'm okay. in the back driver's side corner. Back driver's side. Um, I'm probably dead center right now. Um, Elka Gentry. Looking... Elka tends to sit. Uh, Stands like right sit. behind with the driver. Yeah. Okay. Um. So probably beep is closest then. Yeah. Um, Austin, I'll send to leave, but I'll play beep. Back. To yeah. Hard messages. I see. Mm hmm. Um. So I'm just grabbing and pointing, and then uh, ghost woman there. Beep and. Beep like looks. He just shakes his head, shrugs his shoulders. Beep. I'm gonna moodily kind of get up and get sit opposite of uh, Thaddeus and uh, look at him and say, uh, "Clumsy one, help keep watch." Ghost woman's following. What woman? I'm confused. Ghost woman last night. The owl? No. Doesn't say uh, anything else helpful. <laughs> okay. Um, can I roll a perception? What, to see if you can see what he's seeing? Yeah. You don't see it. So have you... Or taking the beer? This one does not imbibe. Okay, that's what she said. And uh, you, Vatan, as you look back towards the outside, you see her like a almost almost like a mist just disappear behind the tree and she's gone so okay time out i yeah. just realized i was typing in your stream and not in roll 20. oh my god <laughs> i see that oh yeah that's fine um but either way so you guys make your way. Keister, 
is this is a tiny little town in the middle of these in the middle of the forest. You guys are starting to see guard posts along the road, but the guard posts are empty. There's no one in them. Uh, they're sure they're road checkpoints, and you pass each checkpoint looking Zane. You knowing that this that you'd probably have to stop at most of these. You'd be looking and nothing. Uh, you make your way through it, and then to the you get to the last guard checkpoint, and you look up, and there's no one in it. But as you look back down in the center of the road, you notice a person, small in stature, um, probably about three and a half feet, four feet tall, and uh, they're wearing leather armor. And they have a spear in their hand. And they are just standing in front of the cart. Not even motioning um, to you, not saying anything, just standing there looking at you. Hello? Could you move? We're trying to get to Keister. And he looks at you, nods, takes two steps backwards, and then stands in front of the stands in front of the cart. That is not helpful. I need you to move away from the road. He nods, bows, and then Echo and Zane, you both see this man take two steps backwards again, and then as soon as he gets in line with the two guard towers, you blink your eyes and he is gone. What the damn hell? Can I make an arcana check? Yeah. <laughs> See if I notice. Go for it. Figure out what just happened. Absolutely. Go for it. 13. Your best, best guess, either that person is wasn't actually there, or they're very, very dexterous, and they're able to move out of your way in a blink of an eye without you seeing anything without magic. Um, that was awkward. That is a bit odd. You did see a guy there, also, right? Or am I just yes. seeing things? Okay, at least I'm not seeing things. I wasn't talking to myself. <laughs> You're able to move your way through the checkpoint just fine. And as you guys roll into an opening, you roll into finally. The tiny town of Keister. It's blurry now. It's zoom out. Load faster. I was gonna say mine hasn't popped up yet, so I'm just like, please give map. <laughs> oh, I love my new computer. Mm -hmm. That's roll twenty. Crystal yeah, clear. This is a roll twenty thing. It's. Really clear for me. Doppler, stop. We're coming in from the south? South side, yep. I still don't see it. I'm going to refresh. Probably a good idea. You don't see the map? I didn't know. It's showing now after I refreshed. So as you guys make your way in, there's 
no one around. You look down the main road, and you don't see anybody outside. You don't see... Normally, when you go into a small town like this, you have people trying to peddle their wares. You have people out living their lives. But it's almost like you just stumbled into a ghost town. This is odd. I think we should try to figure out where the inn is and see if there's anybody around. Well, the general store. You don't know, you don't actually know what those are yet. Those are labeled well, for since... I just said general store. I didn't point to a green or blue building. <laughs> oh, is, there, is there a target here? Walmart. Aiko's <laughs> been here a couple of times, so I know my way. He knows his way around. Yep. So best buy. Stop it. Aiko, <laughs> could you take us to the inn? Yeah, it's just right up this past the um the founder's tree. All right. So you good. So, right, so just to uh, just to describe the scene you guys are witnessing, as you roll your way into town, you aren't You've literally not seen a soul since you've uh, since you started rolling through. In fact, actually, um, Zane, make a perception check for me, please. Sure. Eighteen. You uh, you are looking around, kind of bewildered, because you're like, "There's no one around." And then, as you get to the corner, when you enter into the founder, like the circle near the founder's tree, as Aiko had called it. Um, you see this massive building that is, uh, has a brown roof and you see top floor of it. You see someone look down and then slam the shutters on the window. Mm. There are definitely people here that don't seem very friendly. Well, let's go say hi. We'll come back to them after we figure out where we can store our cart first. Okay. So, Aiko, is, if we wish to store our belongings, where would we go? There is a, um, a, um, stall, like a stable right next to the inn. Which there is. You guys make your way. And you see a sign uh, on the um, on this inn, and it says the Silver Lining Inn. Um, you also notice, to as you pass through, you did notice that there's two general stores. Um, that one has a blue roof, one has a green roof, and both of them ha are called Keister General Store. Finding that a little odd. Um, Aiko, you don't recognize these signs as to why they're that like that. Um, and then as you roll by, you notice a, a, uh, another house that has a sign pretty much right next to it that's called Meyer's house. Um, which I, uh, Aiko, you would know that Meyer's house is a brothel, but uh, I would say you'd be able to look and see that on Meyer's house, uh, 
it has a big old close sign on the front door in the middle of the day, which seems odd to you since the last time you were here, it was well, it was opened and fully operational. Um, but you make it to the Silver Lining Inn, which it does have a big open sign on it, but no one's around. You have yet to see a single soul in this small little town. All you hear is the birds chirping and the wind blowing slightly. That's about it. Can Aiko go to Delman's house to see if she's home? To see if she knows what's going on? Um, yeah, you can go. You can go there. So, if, you know, once you guys have checked into the inn and everything. You say, so you said Delma? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which you would know that Delma's, ho Delma's house is this one over here. Aiko's going to go up to Dane and explain that he's going to go to uh, Delma's, Delma's house and basically explain what she is. Okay. And you would hear that Delma is, what he would explain to you is that Delma is a, a tinkerer of sorts. A all-around um, tinkerer of many things. She likes to attempt to make homemade weapons. She likes to make homemade traps. She also likes to uh, reinvent things that other famous inventors have uh, have created themselves. Uh, she also, uh, and Aiko, you'd probably describe to Zane that this is also the person that fixed your throat after the attack. Be good with magic? Yeah, she's she she's like you. She's an artificer, basically. And when the orcs attacked my village, it literally destroyed my voice box. And she helped um, regenerate it, and that's why my voice is squeaky. Interesting. Yeah. I may want to talk to her myself later, but that's for a different time. So. Uh, you guys want, I'm going to say, we're going to deal with the inn first before we go head to Delma's. And then we, after we're done with that, we can probably start to wrap it up. Um, the good, a lot of you, you see the stables, the stables are empty. There's not a single horse in there. There's not a single animal in there and there's not a person in there. You take the liberty of detaching your, your, uh, your bulls from their saddle and from the cart and from the reins and you lead them into the stables uh leave them with feed water close the gate and you park your uh your wagon in front since you have no other place to put it uh and seven of you with uh alaro obviously sitting on top of or he said um walk in to uh, the Silver Lining Inn as Aiko says goodbye and takes off towards um, towards Delma's house. I'm going to say Aiko, I'm just for the sake of marking, I'm going to put your badge right there. Um, so you guys wander into the inn and you walk in and look around. There's no one in there. No one here. No one behind Hello? the bar. No one... Anywhere. Hello. And anybody home? You hear 
footsteps, but they're light. Go boom, 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 upstairs, and they come flying down the stairs. And you see this. He almost looks like a gnome, but he's a lot more wild looking. Um, and you just. You see, you're kind of off put by his, by his appearance. He's wearing nothing but a long robe um, with the hood back. His ears are really, really pointy. And his teeth, he's definitely missing a few teeth. And a few of his teeth are really jagged. Uh, his complexion is kind of ghostly gray. Um, borderline like a, like a slate gray. And his hair is streaky black and white. Um... And he, he comes running. And he's customers. We haven't yes. had we haven't we haven't had those since those knights came through. Ooh, well that was only a few days always... ago. Huh. Oh, there's a lot of you. Is it always this quiet around this town? No. Where are the people? People. <laughs> I don't know. Inside check that. Yeah. What do you mean you don't know? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Inside check it, uh, Vatan. Twenty-two. Yeah, you get the sense he's telling the truth. He doesn't know. It's like I, I've I've been upstairs for a while. Um, I heard about the attacks and the children disappearing and my poor little Sophia. Uh, getting taken and uh, I've just kind of been hauling myself up in my room because I, it's, it's scary out there in the forest. Has it always been this way? Describe always. <clears throat> Empty without people. Oh, people. Time. Yes. Uh, time. Uh, 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 six years. It's been six years. Uh, give yeah. well, um, yeah. Six, how long, how six long years. is a year to you? An oh. earthly year. Uh, 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 days. A human year. Days. Days. They're days. Yes. Um, Much long time. <laughs> Anyways, um, are you here to stay the night? We might be staying a while. How many nights? It, uh, we don't know. We're here to solve your problem. And find your daughter. Problems? About the, oh, the missing yes. children. Oh, my poor Sophia. The weird, the weird... Yes. We're here to find your Sophia, so maybe you should let us stay for free. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I have to run a business here. I'm sorry, friend. Um, But I will give you a discount. If you are here to find the kids... Um, and the people, I don't know where the f ugh, people, and he like kind of like looks around, like he's quite short, he's like two and a half feet tall, and he like looks up at Ori, he's like, You're big. You I'm gonna kind of push to the front and be like, Why would we pay here when we could probably just break into one of these empty houses? Oh, none of them are empty. What? what do you mean? There's always something lurking in these houses. <laughs> What do you mean? Um. <laughs> uh, well. I'm, we're not ones for humor. You tell us or we'll kill you. 
<laughs> Roll an intimidation yeah, yeah, check. Dude. Jesus Christ. I was going to say, Ori picks him up too. Like, tell us, little man. Roll an, roll an intimidation. Roll an intimidation. If you're going to do that, roll an intimidation check with advantage. A nine. Oh, with advantage. Well, you just rolled with. Uh, you just rolled twice. Oh, I'll take the. I'll take the nine. That was disadvantage. That was disadvantage. Doesn't matter. I'll take the nine. I'll take the higher roll. You rolled twice. It's fine. Um, Can I roll. Yeah, if you want. Roll advantage too. I didn't care those. Oh, cool advantage. Uh, my intimidation is six, so that's a nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. As you, so he looks at Thaddeus as he says, well, "Or we'll kill you." He's just kind of like, <laughs> "I'm already dead inside." Um, and then he like feels himself like lifting off the ground. It's like, "Um, why are you picking me up?" Um, oh, you're you're massive. Um. Uh, what do you How? want with me? Tell us, little man, what lurks in these woods? Uh, 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 things, uh, wolves. Um, uh, uh, you start to see, um, uh, without being it's gross, but you start seeing uh, liquid. Start to. No, he holds him out a little bit farther. <laughs> onto his robes, and you start seeing it dripping off of his robes. I, I'm going to use my psychic ability. Coward. And with Ori's voice go, Ooh, he looks like good food. <laughs> okay. And you just hear, he, he like looks, he, oh, uh, um, uh, there's, the voices are in my head again. Uh, so severe, where are you? And he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, customers. He's like, can you put me down, big guy? What voices do you hear? Um. Mm. Tasty. Uh, I, I, someone just said I, I look good. I look good to eat. I don't, I don't understand. We're here to find out why the children are missing. And we need to know everything anyone can tell us. <sighs> I'm hungry. Okay. Um, put me down first and I'll tell you everything. Put him down. Tell us everything. Then I'll put you down. I I would, but I, I'm i having a hard time breathing. Right, he'll, he'll and he down. passes out. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, coward. <laughs> I don't know that that was cowardly. I don't think he could breathe. He foiled himself. He'll point at the piss on the floor. <laughs> uh, that's a little disgusting. He's rolling death saving throws. Oh, uh, shit. You just rolled a nat 20. Oh, oh, shit. oh that means he gets right back up. He's <laughs> He passes out, falls out of Ori's hands, and then just immediately. <gasps> <laughs> that's awesome. Wait. Who are you? <laughs> what do you mean, who are we? Oh, Arnie um, Dinner. What just happened? Customers. Yes, customers. Um, no, you're telling us what you know about the oh, missing children. Right. <laughs> Zane, control yourself. <laughs> I'm like going to take my gauntlet and like smash the table next to me out of anger. Oh, he kills the fucking table. <laughs> 
table breaks. Oh, thank God that table was a mimic. That was a close one. <laughs> Zane, stop with the fucking face. No. <laughs> How many rooms do you have? We'll just start with that. Uh, eight. We'll take Plenty. Them. all How of much? them. One silver a night per room. Okay, deal. Uh, He'll toss him a silver. Uh, his place is ours. As you toss it to him, you, like superhuman dexterity, he goes, click, grabs it out of the air. I too will toss one. Grabs it out of the air. And he's like, and he like bites it. He's like, silver. What were you asking about again? <sighs> your daughter. What, what have Where you seen? Was your daughter? And as he said, what have you seen? Right. Well, um, my daughter disappeared about a year ago. So that's a thing. Um. There's no more kids left in this town. I think. So we are aware. Uh, um. Okay. Think. Think, Dexter. Think. Uh, kids. Um. Mm. Oh, hi. My name's Dexter, by the way. Um. Uh, disappearing. Um. Werewolves. That's a new one. That's what How I How long have, have you seen one? Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I. I, I think. Um. The old man who lives across the street. Uh, between you and me, I think he's a werewolf. Maybe he's the one eating the kids. Is this just hearsay, or do you actually believe that? Oh, well, he only comes out at night during the full moons, and sometimes I hear growling come from his house, but maybe that's just because he has a wild sex life. I don't know. Carol insight. Yeah, you can. Which, which house would this be? Mm. Honestly, it sounds like you're jealous. I rolled eight. I don't know if that says anything. I will insight check it as well, because Zane's, like, had it up to fucking here with the sky. <laughs> you broke this poor man's table. <laughs> I'm not even mad about it. Seven insight. Oh, he... No, you, you, guys, you guys don't. He seems like he's telling the truth. He's just like, I, he's telling you what he knows. Which one is he, uh, which building is he talking about? The Adventurer's Guild? It, he, he pointed uh, whenever he said it, and he was more pointing towards, like, rounds about there oh okay, okay. Mm. he's like oh well um you have food to feed us yes what would you like to eat what we just ate you i'm trying to occupy this moron oh, i have to go get my cook and you like run yeah. He like runs back. He, he runs back into the kitchen. And he's like, "Ah, oh, Harrison, where are you?" And 
You hear from the back. Harrison's right here, uh, getting ready, getting ready, and you, uh, you watch the same guy walk out with, a, with a chef's hat on, and he says, <laughs> he says, my name is Harrison, nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> but aren't you Dexter? No, crazy. Dexter's in the back. Did he come out at the same time as you? And he like looks around. He's like, "No, we we ne we're never seen in the same or, room at the same time." But you're the same put, person. <laughs> or or he's gonna put his hand on Zane's shoulder. <laughs> What's his name? Harrison. Yeah. So he's, Harrison. <laughs> Harrison. Have you seen anything in this town that's strange? Oh yes, so many things. Oh my gosh, where to start? I think Dexter pointed out an old man that he thinks is a werewolf over there. And, um, oh, yeah, I've heard ghost stories about people having beings talking in their brains. Oh, I and, told you this place is haunted. Oh, and Dexter's Dexter's daughter disappeared. Sophia. Yes, that happened about yes, a year ago. Disappeared. We know about that. Anything oh, else? Did he tell you? Good, good, good. Um, have you seen an owl? An owl? Yes, on the Founder's Tree. There's an owl every other night or so that just kind of sits there and whoo, whoo, his way his way to sleep, I guess. I don't know. What does he say again? Whoo, whoo, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Repeat, please. Are you messing with me? Fuck yes. Okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see him full, uh, full like, draw blank. He's, what were we talking about again? Oh, right. What, what happened to the... Ooh, ooh. Owls, what happened in the village? Well, as far as I'm concerned, all the kids are gone. I heard stories about werewolves, and I don't know if it's the old man across the street, or if, like Dexter said, he may just have a really wild sex life. But... Do you have sex? <laughs> At this point, <laughs> since I'm, like, so mad, I'm gonna, like, grab Ori's hand off my shoulder, remove it, and I'm just gonna walk out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh uh, okay. And he wa he watches Batan walk out like silently, and then he also then now he sees Zane make more of a bigger like like display <laughs> walk. He's like, "Come again, whatever you want to. Food will be ready. I'll tonight. be back tonight. <laughs> Food will be ready for you then." Oh, wow. don't worry. What he's a... not always like this. Does that guy have anger issues or something? I don't know. Uh, okay, he doesn't like small people. Small people. He like looks at me. He's like, "Oh well, I'm small. I guess he doesn't like me then." And okay, is is there anything else? Oh, um. Or is losing his patience? He's like rubbing his temples. <laughs> he's like, "Oh well, I don't know much more. Um, maybe our stable people know more." And he like rushes uh. out. He rushes outside. And he's like, and you hear uh, it, Vatan and Zane, you both see this little shrimp dick of a man <laughs> rush outside with his chef hat on. He's like, oh, hey, hey, fellas, how you doing? And he like runs into the stables and like Vatan, like you guys, I have to roll for this. There's cracks in the barn where he runs into in the stables and you see him rip the chef's hat off of his head, put it down and then immediately throw a straw hat on. And he, he, he comes walking, he's like, 
So Harrison has told me. Have, before you talk, <laughs> have you seen anything strange? Strange. Well, I did see a three-eyed bull once. Huh. Anything else? Um, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, Harrison did tell me you're getting a little aggravated because we talked about the old man with a rigorous sex life. Um, yes, we've heard that. Uh, Twice. Yes. Um, and he, like, turns around and you see him, like, cup his face. Where he's where he's like covering his mouth, talking into like the stable. It's like Harrison, Harrison, what 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 information have you given them? And you just hear uh, you you just hear from you just see him do this and face right at you and like putting his hand towards you. He's like, uh, I don't know. Um, maybe uh, we told him about the werewolf, right? Yeah, we told him about the werewolf. Um, well, how about, uh, and then he's like, maybe we should ask, Des maybe we should ask Dexter. No, we've talked to him. And these anything that isn't related to children, werewolves, and I think that some other things, and then you anything new, you see the multiple personality disorder, you see him the one with the straw hat because clearly they're different people um look down it's like you know what there was something one night i was in the stables had a little bit too much to drink so maybe it was just a drunken fever but i had this weird soothing voice talking in my head once have you ever had anything like that happen to you big guy go on well what did it say it called itself what did it call itself a looker see um observer that's it observer yes that is what it that's what they she it him I when don't know. did this occur when did this occur when did this occur? dexter when did this occur well i don't know um harrison uh, well, um, uh, uh, Erinval? Well, um, well, this happened about a year ago, I think, and I was sleeping here with my friends, you know, Har Harrison and Dexter, and I, I I was sleeping, at least I thought it was, and then I just heard this really, really mellow voice in my head, and he's just like, and he, and he like goes to do it, he's like, well, uh, it kind of sounded like my voice, but a little bit more low, and kind of like this, um, without the accent, without the accent, though, I can't get really, really get rid of that, um, ah, uh, ah, uh, well, was it a calm they, voice? Yes, and they called themselves an observer, and they told me, what did they tell me? They told me that I was a great guy, and I needed to watch out for my store, and that to tell Dexter that Sophia was safe. Right, they said Sophia was safe. 
But that was pretty much right after Sophia disappeared. Safe where? I don't know. They didn't tell me. Did they say anything about Elvis? Elvis. Never heard of Elvis. Um, and then all of a sudden you see him go blank face. And he goes, he like goes limp a little bit and like rocks forward. And Ori, you see his eyes start twitching like rapidly. And all of a sudden um. you see him just kind of go, just eyes twitching. And then he looks up at you. And you just, you, you just look, he's like, I think it's time for me to lay down now. If you want to talk to Dexter about your room, I'll go get him. And he just slowly turns around, walks back into the stable. Like, Harrison, I think it's time for you to go get Dexter. And you see, very clearly see, he's in view this time. He takes the straw hat off, puts it down, grabs the chef's hat puts it on he's like harrison looks at he's i'll go get dexter now and he walks into the silver lining in and then you hear dexter from it within say your rooms are ready we'll uh we'll return when we're ready and elka yes you can snoop inside if you want to yay well they were all outside yeah, yeah, yeah i'm gonna say you can you snoop inside, you don't really find anything. It's a standard inn. Everything's miraculously clean. You don't find... I mean, you roll an investigation check to see if you see anything that is out of the ordinary. But to, at first glance, it's pretty clean. I'm going to go with a no. I rolled a two. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just a pretty clean inn. Like, they, they have a bar. They have a, clearly have a kitchen in the back. Like, they have eight rooms, like he said. And, um, yeah. It's it's pretty clean. You just uh, you see as I'm gonna ask you to roll unless you're just being nonchalant about it. Uh, as Harrison, I say in quotations, walks in and yells, "Dexter, I'm uh, Dexter. I think they're ready for ready for the rooms." Uh, unless you want to stealth out of there so they don't see you. It's up to you. Um. Can I do something more on the deception side? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so if I like, if I'm popping out from like the front of the, like the back behind the desk or whatever, just be like, oh, I uh, I saw like a rat, and I just wanted to like make sure, uh, you know, that there weren't any like holes in the wall that we could help fix. Roll deception check with advantage. Oh. Uh, I rolled an 18 both times, so 22. 22. Harrison looks at... Well, that's very nice of you, but we do ask our guests not to go behind the bar. Um, Let me go get Dexter and just let him know that you, that you saw the rat, so that way he knows. And you see Elka, you watch as he goes back into the kitchen, and you see him take the chef's hat off, throw it down, and then Dexter walks. Now, what was this about a rat? Uh, I just, I thought I saw a rat and I just wanted to make sure everything, uh, you know, is good. You have such a clean establishment. Like, thank you. Just, I was just making sure that I didn't, um, that, that, that anything 
and th nothing was getting in, you know? Well, if I don't keep it clean, Rosemary's gonna get really angry. You don't want her getting angry. Who's that? Ugh. Let me go get her! No, it's fine. But maybe we'll meet her tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's probably best. She likes to sleep a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, your rooms are ready. And uh, I believe you... Uh, one, two, three... Uh, yeah, that's fine. You can, if you know, if you haven't paid me, just once you leave, I'll I'll have your tab up, and if you want to pay me, then that's fine. Um, your rooms are ready, and uh, I would, if you're looking around the the you know the the town, I I wouldn't go knocking on doors, but I would look around and s maybe the temple has something for you. But anyways, uh, thank you for your business, and he like. Prances off into the kitchen. Um, as you guys are sitting here kind of bewildered by this person, people, if you want to call them that, um, Aiko, you walk up to, you're coming up to Delma's house. And, and you come up and you see as you want, it's been about a year and a half since you've been to Delma's house or so. Uh, you were eh, probably longer than that. Your your village was attacked a while ago. It's been a while. Let's just put it that way since you've seen her. And you walk up and there's boards on our windows. But the door is uh, open. The door, or not open, but the door is not boarded off. So if you want to try knocking on the door, you can. Yeah, he'll knock on the door. At first you hear nothing. And then you hear quick stomps to the door and you hear a a, a lock a slam open and then more locks just choo, 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 choo. and then you see a telescope eye like a like a telescope pop out of the door like how what you didn't see was a little hole that had a telescope and you could just see them push it and uh um you see it's like, well well if it is if it isn't my buddy Aiko Aiko sorry it's been a while um I'm a little busy right now uh can you come back tomorrow um I, I guess I can, but I was just curious. Where the hell is everybody? There's like no one in town. Uh. Dead? Alive? I don't know. Um. Hard to tell. They're, they've been gone for a while. Um. At least I haven't seen any. But then again, I haven't come out of my workshop in a while. Uh. I'd say maybe go knock on some doors and. See if people are home. Maybe the Adventure Guild will have something for you. Maybe there'll be some uh, nuns at the temple. Um, but if you come back tomorrow, I, I won't be covered in grease and look gross. Alright, sounds good. Very good. See you tomorrow. And you just watch the telescope eye lens shoot back into the door. And you just hear again, just all the all the locks just go choo, 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 all the way up the door, and uh, 
you walk back uh, at this. Go ahead. Before I walk back, I want to do an investigation check around her house to see if there's any if she's doing anything odd. Go for it. Roll the advantage. No one's watching you. Eighteen. I got it rolled with advantage. Uh, for real. You're looking around. You see the boarded up windows, and you get the sense that this is on purpose. That she purposely did this, and uh, you look around and you look in the, the her backyard, and there's piles of lumber and piles of scrap metal, but nothing really visible that makes you think that she's doing something precarious. And that being said, you don't really you know her, but you're not. I mean, your your acquaintances. You spent a, quite a few days with her, and you got to know her a little bit. And from the the idea, from the uh, what you're gauging is that this is probably just scrap from a pro from projects and maybe she's keeping based off of like the amount of locks she had and the secrecy and her not wanting you to come in maybe it has something to do with the fact that she's working on something right now but you don't see anything out of shape however roll perception check for me uh normal yeah eight you need to roll five, really low DC on this. You notice an, an Aragon is missing. Aragon has just kind of escaped. Um, and you don't, this happens from time to time when Aragon wanders off to go hunting. But Aragon is not near you. He normally is right at your feet like a lost puppy. But at this point he's gone and uh you don't know where he went um but you can uh keep that in mind as everyone slowly realizes that they've wandered into a town that is full of a well at least one wacko and uh looking to gain some more uh information to potentially solve this mystery we're gonna end there tonight and uh we'll pick this up next sunday same time yeah just oh, because wow. it is it is getting late oh. and i need to go to bed <laughs> this is some scooby-doo shit all right don't call me out like that Jesus. make a theme song scooby dooby doo <laughs> where are you um, but yeah, no, so that, that was fun. Uh, you guys will, um, you guys will fig, I guess, attempt to figure out what Keister has in store for you as we continue. But thanks for hanging out. Thanks for dealing with my spookiness and, uh, we'll pick this up next week. Like the hat guy. I was going to say like, no one was actually jump scared. So, you know, that's spooky. Yet. Solid throne. Poor <laughs> RP next week. Don't <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> None of us killed each other today. No, you, I don't think any. I think only the only person who rolled an attack roll was Aragon. That was good. That was that was some. I, I love I love sessions like that. I don't have to keep track of anything. Where we don't kill each other. I just had to do a lot of uh, multiple personalities. Anyways, I'll be right back. Magic killed a mimic. 
I killed the table. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know it's a close one. Oh boy. Thank you guys for hanging out, Corgan. I appreciate that. Uh, if you guys want to, if you're new here and you want to follow the channel just so we can get closer to affiliate and so that way we can uh, continue growing, that'd be amazing. Uh, if you want to go follow us over or subscribe to us over on the YouTube channel, the link should be uh, should be in the cards. If not, I will figure that out. Um, also, I mean, I can always just kind of... Uh, Ah, well, I'll, I'll plug that. Uh, I'll plug that next week. I'll make sure I have those up and good to go. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Um, next session will be next Sunday. It'll be live stream, just like this one, and we'll see what the group gets themselves into. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for watching. See you guys later.